got all kinds of people telling me that that microphone wasn't clicked on, and I, uh, however that happened. Uh, this is Mark Peterson with the People's Patriot Project, not Chad Turner, who was uh, popped up on the intro. And this is We Got Your 6 at 6 Patriot Playtime. Uh, tonight we've had a couple technical difficulties, and it's all good. We always say we're never going to apologize for those ever again because it's just one of the things that we deal with. Uh, we see Tammy Schroeder's out there. Uh, Derek Iozio down in Texas is seeing us. Uh, and we're going to get this thing rolling. The first thing we always do when we start our show is we start with the Pledge of Allegiance, and uh, and that's where we go. If you are capable, please stand, remove your caps, and... I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United, United States, States of America, America. And, to and to the, the republic, republic for which it stands... One nation, nation under, under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we're here. We're live. We're going. We've got Shannon Book in the house. And we have Andrea Eichmann. And now, uh, did you switch over to your phone? Is that what happened? Yeah, well, I, yep. Yep. I did. We'll see if that That's works. So good. You can hear me then? Oh, so good. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Because uh, we have your microphone on, unlike me not having it on earlier. Well, and, that uh, just added to my frustration. I'm like, now I can't hear. Can't talk, <laughs> yeah. can't hear. That's kind of frustrating. Can you guys good. hear me? We can I hear you great, do, bro. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Howdy. Um, thanks, Shannon. This was kind of a last-minute kind of rodeo, get you on here, do this thing. Uh, Shannon... Uh, piped up on our uh, our debrief this last Friday, and uh, we made the conversation about how we're getting ready to recycle through the musicians that uh, we've had on before, and uh, because we're not getting some of the ones that we want to, not that we want you here, Shannon. So don't let that go wrong. <laughs> that sounded uh, so horrible. No, no, I'm no. Messing. Uh, I'm messing. I'm good with it. One of our favorites. I mean, and it sucks. It sucks because you can't create this hierarchy. And we don't create this. We've got such an amazing family of musicians and boots on the ground organizations all over the country who like legitimately my, one of my favorite pictures and, or I'll just say my favorite thing to do is brag and brag about the relationships we have. And I get to walk around and be in these people's lives and uh, come see their shows, come see their music and put our paws on them. Right. Um, this last summer we had the chance and actually it wasn't even summer. It was after our event. It was nice steamy down in Texas at OP vet fest. Um, and we got to go see Shannon play live down there. And there we got Eric Oglesschlager as well. Me and Andrea and, uh, and the, the awesome fire ants that, yep. uh, all yeah. of our wonderful fire ants. <laughs> that was not fun. I didn't know what was happening. My ankle was being attacked. I couldn't figure it out. And then thank goodness for Bobby Winthrow. He's like, get out of wherever you're standing in. So Yeah, yeah. They're 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 horrible. There's nothing you can do about them. <laughs> they're about as invasive as hogs. Ugh. That's nuts. That's nuts. Um, Dom Kurz came off the stage and he was standing there just coming off the stage, and all of a sudden he's ripping his pants and his boots and everything. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? 
Mm-hmm. We got to do a, a hasty clothes change or something. You're going on to your next gig. What's going on? And he's like, I can't get the ants off me. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, they're well, horrible here, man. You need more of our weather, and I think that'll get rid of them. I think that's what will happen. <laughs> I think that would be it, but that's that's not the case. Because, I mean, we literally are dealing with your weather right now. and That's what I'm hearing. They're just going to get worse. They just burrow deeper. Oh, yeah. Probably they're multiplying down in there right now as we speak. Nasty oh, yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Like spring's coming back around to tomorrow, probably. And then, you know. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, we just had winter, which was three days worth. And then we're going to have spring. Yeah, well, and then, you good know, for you guys. It'll be a long spring. So, like I said, last minute, we just said, hey, Shannon, come on. And he's more than willing to come on. We appreciate that so much. And Absolutely. I'm glad that we have the open relationship to have those kinds of conversations. And uh, I mean, cause let's be honest, some of our musicians uh, apparently we don't have that relationship with because they're not getting back to us. So I'll have you on here as much as you come on here, brother. Well, I, I'm always glad to be on here, and you guys are, you guys are part of my family, and will always be a part of my family. I'm grateful for you guys. So. I appreciate that, man. Gosh, it's awesome. <clears throat> and you're putting out some good stuff right now. I mean, always putting out good stuff, but this is like tug at your heartstring, get uh, send a message. I love it, man. It's well, uh, it's it's the goal, man. That's it's the goal is to, I don't know. The goal is always as a musician is to be heard. I think. Sure. Um, but you know, and whether you're writing about a party in a a bar that you're hanging out in, or you're writing about something that's on your your everyday life, you know, a music musician just wants to be heard. Me personally, like, I'm just not one of those people who like to write about, I don't know, trucks and cars and dogs and cats and whatever like i like to write what's <clears throat> what's on my you know what's on my heart what's up jared how are you buddy that's one of your guys oh yeah jerry bonville is a good dude He's an air force cat awesome. <clears throat> awesome did i see nikki chimed in here yep nikki did i was wondering if she was actually on uh she might have actually been on uh the people's patriot project page Oh, uh, yes, yeah. I've shared so, it a of times. Are you transitioning onto something else again, Miss Eichmann? No, that means don't let me in. I just, I can't, you can't do anything on my phone, so I just need to be able to see everything. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, um, I'm using my phone, and I will probably at some point disappear to grab earbuds because it gets all staticky without them, and... uh it's a treat. It's a treat tonight. I don't know the channel. Brand new microphone. I've used it two weeks ago now. And tonight, it uh, my computer decided it couldn't handle the power. So we'll just figure that out in a minute. That's a testament to the to the actual page project itself. Exactly. Um, your, your computer can't handle all the people. <laughs> that's a good. It is. Uh, we've been again so blessed of the people coming on and saying hi and. Uh, um, and, and Nikki, you're going to want to hear this this cat, man. And we already have him on WP3 Radio, but uh, we got this week we'll get this stuff loaded up and get to those spins there as well. Um, Andrew, what do you got in the news? 
Well, let me tell you, after all of that, um, I got it. I got it right here. It is, let me just reiterate, it is Black History Month. I know I said it last week, but here we are, weekend, and um, I do believe a lot of people are well aware, but just in case, just in case you haven't heard the news or um, seen any signs or had anyone tell you, and I just want to um, bring up a couple of uh, 1940, with Benjamin O. Davis Sr. becomes the first black brigadier general in the U.S. Army. Um, he did serve for 50 years in the Army before he retired. Um, 1941, and I have a couple kids in my classroom that uh, they knew a lot of this history, but they had not yet watched that movie about the Tuskegee Airmen. And I think it's pretty um, factual. It follows the truth pretty well. And so... Um, the Tuskegee Airmen were the first black aviators in the U.S. Army Air, Army Air Corps, um, later to become the U.S. Air Force. They took 15,000 sorties over the course of two years during World War II. They received 150 distinguished flying crosses. And Shannon, do I do I know that they were stationed in Texas? I believe. That's correct. Yes, um, and the movie touches the heart. So it's a great and, it's a great story, and it's and it's it's some solid history. I have to say, I felt very, um, uh, very much on the side of the airmen in the situations they were in and the way they handled them, and and so that's why I was hoping it was very true to life. In that fact, um, sometimes sometimes we need our voices to be heard. So, yeah, yeah. And then in 1942, U.S. military branches rapidly change in favor of black service members. And that was U.S. Navy accepting black service members in all rankings and branches. Um, the Marine Corps follows suit and begins to accept enlistment of black Americans and the women's Army Corps accepted black women as well. Um, I did mention too, Chinese New Year, um, it, will be, it was celebrated and it goes through February 15th. Started the first, comes to the 15th and it is the year of the tiger um, and then responders by the numbers this week. I know I did a little dedication to them, but the ultimate sacrifice, 100 fighters died in line of duty. And I will be updating um, the numbers of suicides because that grows every year as well. Um, the 911 emergency, an estimated 240 million 911 calls made in the U.S. per year. 240 million 911 calls. Um, and then gone in less than 30 seconds, the fire department responds to a fire every 24 seconds. Every 24 seconds, there's a, a fire call. Um, and then EMS to the rescue. Emergency medical services take care of 22 million patients per year. So they are quite busy in case we need more numbers. I'll get more statistics and more facts on those. But let's just keep all of them. And since you had some cold down there in Texas, Believe me, I've been praying for the safety and health of these first responders up here, oh, yes. not to mention our homeless veterans and um, all the homeless, actually. It's, it's, gosh, it got to the high of 27 after we started out at like minus three today. So, right. yeah. It's, um, this is like the convenient time where I feel like I pull out the soapbox real quick because <laughs> um, it's important to realize this stuff is happening every single day. It's not uh, just because a storm comes in now all of a sudden. We have veterans and first responders rushing into the fires. 
when people are rushing out of the fires and that's that's their job and we get that um never in a million years did i ever know that fighting a fire would suck as bad as it does when it is below 13 outside and everything is freezing and we're trying to save life and property and and it sucks it sucks the fire Um, is never good and it's and it's really bad when it's super cold absolutely people don't realize realize it's hot Right, right. Well, super hot's really bad, but super cold it doesn't yeah. doesn't help you either because you think everything's just going to be okay. But right. it, it's 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 a it's a mind game, um, you know. But but that's it, it, we find ourselves there when we think about firefighters and first responders in the first place because it's just a job, right? I mean, <laughs> it's not just a yes. job. If it were just a job, everybody would be doing it, right? Like exactly. So it's not just it's like it's like saying the military's just a job. It's not a it's not just a job, it's a lifestyle change. And well, you knew what you were signing up for, right, Shannon? Right. Well, yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) Um I mean there's a really good promotional package around all of that for sure. Oh, absolutely. Pat Cornwell, good to see you, brother. Uh, law enforcement out in Wyoming. Paul Hedstrom, new fan. Guy gets out there in the cold and uh, and plows, shovels, everyone's walks in his area for uh, both uh, the um, veterans, elderly, and all that, and does it off his own gear, his own dime. Uh, thanks for doing that, brother. Um, no, it's... It's tough, and again, the target is the 17, 18, and 19-year-old young men and women of our country who are going into the job force who may join the military, and if I wasn't the smartest individual as an 18-year-old making those decisions, but the the growing and learning curve that's involved with it and, and growing up without your families and your supportive family um, – Oh my gosh, Pat Cornwell! Congratulations, he made chief uh, out in Wyoming. So good job, brother. Well, I always knew you were you had it in you, so it doesn't. Now you run the entire state of Wyoming, and that's awesome. Uh, he doesn't, but that's we can joke about it. Um, I'm sure he, no, runs, I'm sure he runs his little his little what what do they call them? Like uh, villages, <laughs> whatever. I don't. So, I guess I should be careful because I just want to give him his anonymity. If he wants to put it on the screen, he can put it on the screen. But uh, um, a community out in Wyoming, we'll stick it with that. And uh, yeah, congratulations, Pat. That's a bunch awesome, of man. friends and family out there. Thanks, Pat, for being here and your support. Let us know what we can do to be supporting you as well. Um, yeah, I can. I can just say that's probably my biggest hot button topic is when people say, "Well." You knew what you were getting into, or they knew what they knew were getting into, and right. you know you signed the. <clears throat> Shut up. Well, Shut so up. and I, you know what, I'm with you. You know, it, because how many times have you heard that? You know, well, you knew what you were doing when you enlisted, or you signed the contract. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. But at the end of the day, you know, knowing what you're getting into, and and. Like people like that, whether 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 the 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 grand society wants to recognize it or not, 
that is the top tier one percent that gets paid less than everybody else. Yep. Like because um if I just told Joe Schmo to run into the house and grab the dog, you think Joe Schmo's gonna do that? And if he is, you think he's gonna be successful at it? Mm, probably not. On either it, account. Pat, so, that's the exact reason right there, Pat. Yeah, but they don't understand what they saw, what they smelled, what they touched, what they heard during their career. Holding a small child on the side of the road because mom and dad had just been hit by a drunk driver. Or God forbid you have to hold or or are holding the body of that child. That's that's just a whole nother level. But right. uh, entering a fire scene and having the remains of a, a charred uh, one in the in the remains. Um, all this. And again, I'm not bitching. I'm not complaining. I, I welcome it and I've grown from it and I know what it is. And some of my brothers and sisters struggle with that stuff. And, right. and that's why we're here. That's why, well, we you know, it. so, that's, so just for, I mean, but that, you know, then on top of that stuff, then there's the, po- like nowadays for sure, there's the political nightmare that's attached to it, mm, you know? Mm, and then you're mm, like, like mm. what? Like, you know, and then you talk, you talk about the PTS about it, and people are like, "Well, you know, I've got PTS from a paper cut in the office," and you're like, "Okay, well, that's legit." But ours is like, "Oh my God, where it's grandeur and drama and whatever." Well, it sucks because it does seem like there does tend to be a competition who had it worse, right? And and, and that's the piece I want to steer away. I mean, in the education world right now, we hear about it all the time. The the students that deal with their PTS or their PTSD, and 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 I get it. I get it. Life is tough sometimes. You don't get the right cards dealt all the time. Sure. Um, but there is help out there. There is right. supports out there. There exactly. are organizations. There are. There is help. There's. It, it's out there. Right. But well, at the end of the day, like you said, you know, uh, there's help out there. The fact of the matter is that trauma is trauma is trauma is trauma. It really doesn't matter. We all we all experience trauma at childbirth for the most part. You know, one of the most traumatic things we'll ever experience is going through the birth canal. <laughs> Being born. Like that's a fact. Whether and it's downhill from there. Not. Right. It, right. And, and or mom, if, even if it's a cesarean, mom deals with the trauma of a cesarean at the end of the day. You know, there's trauma and, all over the world. Um, but there are also places and, and people that are out there to help us learn to cope with it. Absolutely. And absolutely. that is and the important wanna... part. We don't teach coping skills at home anymore. Uh, we don't teach coping skills anywhere. We, we create a safe place. Fact. Here's a safe place. Go go sit in your safe place. Well, you know what? What are you gonna do in that safe place? You gotta there's gotta be a skill set that accompanies the safe place. And so Paint a unicorn. Uh, Pat, again, you're bringing another another amazing point is you wouldn't have changed a thing. And and I agree. I agree. It's the six percent of us that signed that dotted line that is willing to run into those burning buildings, is willing to hold the hand of that person taking their last breath. It's that 6% of our country that carries that load and they wouldn't change it for anything and they want to be part of the solution. And thank you all. Thank I can tell you everyone on the names of the people on this. And sometimes I feel like we're, we're preaching to the choir. But <laughs> here's here's a little, a little piece. And me and Andrea are very, very ecstatic and excited. Um, this last week we were featured 
in the Minnesota Educator, which is a a, a magazine excerpt that uh, goes to about 200,000 people in the state of Minnesota, and it shares the message of the People's Patriot Project. And we're so excited that that happened. I mean, Andrew and I are both school teachers. I served in the military. I served as a firefighter. Andrew's family served in the military. And military and first responders don't necessarily always balance out with educators because it's a different mindset. It's a different, two different ends of the spectrum. And it is what it is. Um, Zero attacks. And I love being part of that conversation. I love sharing the messages. And we can find, and that's what, again, we are trying to do is combine the strong middle and get rid of the too far crazy polar opposite extremes and work together as a country. Well, I'll tell you, Um, I'll I'll tell you this, man, you know, and I I just want to say this to you too. And I say this to you every time I come on here, I want to say thank you because you guys are where the rubber meets the road for the kids. Right. And, and you guys are the people who develop our future and I want to say thank you for being where you are in the middle and not there or there because it's so easy to go to this left side in the industry that you're in because it's it's formulated that way. And it's awesome that you guys are trying to fight to keep it in the middle. And the fact that you guys do this is a testament to that. So thank you always. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, An exciting piece. We did get to create a caucus down in the National Education Association, which is the largest governing forum for uh, educators in the country. And that caucus caucus is called a caucus. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me. Put put your big boy pants on right now. I laugh at what I want to laugh at. (laughs) so um we created a caucus called heroes in the classroom that allows us to reach out to educators that have served uh both as first responders and uh, first responders and military uh veteran and also the kids so one of the things that sucked i won't bring up names or anything but several years ago um me and andrea were in education march i'm not a big education march fan i'm not a march fan i Every time I see someone take a bridge, it infuriates me because I'm looking at it from the perspective of a first responder. That means there is no access is what that means. Right. Um, And so please, people, green-eyed Barbie, we know Quinn. Thanks for being here, dear. Amazing. Check out the Storm Riders. Maybe we'll throw up one of their TikToks here because I love their TikToks. But... um, (laughs) We're sitting there in the march, and all of a sudden we hear the F the police. And I'm like, wait a minute here. Where did this become any part of that? And why do we have an educator who's talking in that aspect? Right. Um, And that's very frustrating. And I I halted my my, uh, participation at that particular event at that time. And I get to do that. But we got some amazing support out here with – the president of education, Minnesota, who said, let's drive this forward. Let's make this. You guys are helping. You're serving, you're protecting, and you're taking care of children at the same time. And we, we, we love it. We love it. It's good. 
I don't know how long I'll stay in education because my heart and passion is on this whole big thing that's taking its crazy ride right now. But um, tell us about you. Recently, you have, and it's probably been not so recent for you, but um, you brought on a band. I I am currently working on a band. I um, I have a band that I am polishing right now. So okay. the idea is to bring on Deliberately Broken, which will be the band title, and it is it is the band, um, and it will be my music along with anything we futurely write, um, write in the future. Um, you know, and so I, I kind of miss jumping around and making noise on a stage. It's just, you know, it's what I do. I enjoy that. But, you know, some of those, most most people think I'm a country music artist, which is funny um, because oh, I, they see I me. I never thought that. Well, thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank God. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I do come from Kentucky and, you know, the Bluegrass State is, is a state that I love. It's preschool for Texas. That's why they accept me here. Um, <laughs> but... You know, I grew up listening to bluegrass and old school country, you know, Hank Williams Sr., Hank Williams Jr., you know, Waylon Jennings, all those guys, you know, and then big hair metal happened and metal happened and, you know, and then I joined the military and I'm in San Diego and then the grunge era happens and that's where I cut my teeth in the music world. But most people see me on a stool or on a bar stool with an acoustic guitar, and they're like, well, it's some really good hardcore country music. I'm like, oh, man, you're cute. <laughs> well, your buddy Jared gives you a few accolades out there. A hillbilly that doesn't do country. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't do – he knows better. I didn't say I didn't do country. I've even written country songs, but it's just not my thing, man. No, I get it. I, I was literally it. just in Nashville performing at the freaking listening room, and I had a great time. I, I was saw at, that. You know, uh, Operation Encore take, took us out there, um, and uh, I loved working with that organization as well. Um, you know, and I got out there in the listening room, played some awesome music, met some really awesome people. Um, Scotty, Scotty, uh, Hastings and I are going to probably do some writing. Oh, um, got to meet. We're, we're talking about bringing freaking Southern rock back, just so you know. Um, and uh, well, make sure you talk to Dom Kurz if you get the chance. Yeah, absolutely. That dude's pretty good too. Um, and so, but we got, I got to meet uh, Doug Johnson. Um, and Scotty and I had a, a zoom meeting with Doug Johnson. I don't know if you've never ever heard of the song three, three wooden crosses by Randy Travis. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, but that he was a instrumental part of writing that song, you know? And so he's, you know, he's, he's like uh, great opportunities in Nashville, great opportunities in any music city there is. But at the end of the day, I'm just not a country guy. That's all right. That's all right. I, I'm a little, I'm a little bit of country and a lot of grunge. That's what I am. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we got three songs up. Um, was there an order you wanted to? I thought we just no, start off with uh, "Not Alone" because that uh, sounds good, man. That sounds good. Do you gotta tell us about the message you have in "Not Alone"? 
so it's funny that that you ask about the message because the message i i believe the message i don't think the message to in me i don't think the message came for me i think the message was a to me and or about me when i when when the song came to me we had just gotten off of a, a i don't know a couple of week tour uh, and we had just gotten back and we were in Houston uh, and it was probably, it was early ish. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night when we got back off the road we got to the studio, we parked the van and we all decided we were going to go out and party it up, celebrate. Yay. Great tour. Um, got a little intoxicated. I passed out of the studio and everybody else went home and um, it was probably around, 4 35 o'clock in the morning this song starts running through my head like the words are playing in my head and i can't i can't i'm like listen stop i'm hung over i just want to sleep until i can get some really greasy food and blah 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 whatever and just leave me alone well it wouldn't stop and it kept going so i grab my phone it's dark i grab my phone i'm like i start typing the words down I'm like, okay, that's not working. So I get up and I grab a notepad and I start writing them down. And I'm like, okay, that's not enough. I got to figure out a chord progression. So I grab a guitar. Now I've got a guitar, a notepad, my phone, and a pen. And I've got the lights on in the studio and I've got all this stuff rolling. And I'm 30 minutes later, there was a song done. And so I feel, to me personally, I feel like this song is God talking to me. And if you listen to the song, there are three distinct people you can hear talking to this one individual. And, you know, when we're done listening to it, see if you can tell me who you think they are. That's awesome. The end of the, day, you know the end of the day, the song is about you not having to fight your battles alone because there's always someone that loves you or is willing to put up whatever it takes to help. And I appreciate you saying that. And cause I had a moment listening to this song today. I had, it literally had a moment and I'm going to take a little bit of creative liberties here. I, I don't, I didn't change your song or anything like that. So <laughs> okay. <panic> on that. <laughs> Thank <But> goodness. <laughs> the, there is, there's a piece that just clicked and it's like, aha. Uh-huh. This is it. Yeah. This is Shannon Book, Not Alone. He sits on his bed with his gun in his hand. He thinks his life is over. He can't understand. A bottle of whiskey and some pills in the drawer. He doesn't want to hurt himself or hurt anymore. Why must it be this way? Just think it all over and listen to the words I say. So many people who fight with their demons. 
That's it. Yeah. Can you think you can tell me the three people that you heard in the song? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I was stuck because I was listening or watching all the people do your comments, and I was uh, <laughs> right. doing the broadcast stuff in there. No, I figured. Um, I, I will tell you what what I got out of it, and it sucks because it doesn't suck. I, I my expression was that last photo that I I put up of us. 
Right. And that was our moment. And I know you got your own people out there, and I know Andrea and I have our people out there. But the thing is, if you're listening and you're feeling alone, we are coming. We're here. Right. Um, we are putting on events with organizations all over this country, and there is a place <clears throat> in every single one of you. And I want to have that picture moment with you and put my paws on you because you're not alone. You Foxtrot matter, and we are ecstatic, ecstatic to have people like Shannon in the wheelhouse here and uh, working, 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 serving. And uh, I, I appreciate you, brother. That's, Thanks, man. Uh, Andrea, do you think you can tell me who those people are? Okay, so... Well, I heard like your best friend speaking in there. Right. That's Somebody's the best time. friend. It's... Right. And then family. Family or wife. Wife. Yep. And then it's God. God is in there. That's it. Yeah. I'm a good it's student. Good job, <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is awesome. And at the soul. end of the day, like for me personally, at the end of the day, I, like I told you, I feel like God wrote that song through me. Not, I didn't write that song. That song was something that God put on my heart to put out. And, you know, I, man, I had been, we'd been on the road doing that whole, you know, awareness, awareness, awareness. Like there's enough awareness. Like awareness is rampant. Like that's not the problem anymore, right? Um, some people use awareness as a tool nowadays um, to create that problem. Um, <laughs> so we just had this conversation. It's kind of been our theme for the last three weeks. Is yeah, shit or get off the pot. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, God wrote this song through me, and that is ultimately the message that I want people to receive from this song. Even if you can't find one individual in your circle, because generally we build the circles that we live in and those circles are either going to be productive for us or they're going to be counterproductive for us. And we build them because of the things we learned in our past and our childhoods. So, this is my therapy sessions kicking in um, childhood trauma, all that stuff builds our character for our future. And we continue to build and propagate those things that we grew up understanding. Um, so if I continually build a negative circle, then that's where I'm going to live. Right. But at, at, at the end of the day, if that negative circle and nobody in that circle is trying to do the positive thing for me. There's always one person that will always love you and be there for you. And that's God. That message Powerful. comes through clear time and time Everyone. again. You clearly have Everyone that open heart. Everyone's hearing it tonight. Yeah, and you have that open heart that listens. Because nobody writes that song in 30 minutes with the chords, with the music with yeah unless you're listening yeah you have yeah. to you and That's you have amazing. to listen sometimes listen i'll be honest with you sometimes sometimes i don't listen and sometimes god has to hit me with a truck <laughs> and he does <laughs> you know but when he does i'm like oh okay sorry sorry my bad i was i was 
trying to focus on this ice cream over here because it was really yummy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, God smacks me with a truck and he goes, hey, I'm going to need you to do something. And then I listen. You know, some of the, one of the hardest parts is for me to quiet my mind. Um, people talk about praying to God and not hearing. There's no such thing as an unanswered prayer. It's it's not, it's just not real. Like every prayer is answered, but it doesn't necessarily always get answered the way you want it answered. And you have to listen to the response. You have to. I have to quiet my mind and my heart when I pray and ask and talk to God in order to hear the response because God doesn't talk in a booming voice. There's no lightning bolt. There's no burning bush. It happened, but it doesn't work that way anymore. You literally have to quiet your mind and your heart and listen. So that's what I try to do from now on. And the toughest part is to let go of yourself to, because that's it. I mean, we all have an agenda. I want to move forward with what I'm trying to do right now. I'm putting on a show right now here. This is what we're doing. And when you're distracted about all this other stuff, everything, then you won't have time to hear that. And you got to take yourself out of it. And I, this is, uh, we were supposed to have another guest on tonight. We don't ever throw them under the bus. It is what it is. This is, uh, we have stumbled on opportunities like this in the past where it was just meant to be this way. And again, God has a finger in everything, brother. (laughs) Um, and the comments and the people that are hearing you tonight are just absolutely adoring what you had and what you put out there. Um, I love, I love your focus. I love your tenacity. Um, I love the fact that you put it out there and you are who you say you are period. Um, recently we just had a guest on the show who had a lot of nothing but positive things to say about you. Miss Dr. Tanya Glenn came on and said, you know what? She's a great woman. That Shannon book. Well, she's, she's reciprocating those same thoughts and statements and (laughs) just uh, hearing your message here tonight is the exact reason why she likes to have you in her wheelhouse and uh, get out there to do uh, first responder and, and uh, veteran missions. To take did she talk to you them. about the documentary she just did? Yeah. Yep. Like she shared that with me. I was supposed to go to the the Huya, but I had a TBI moment and totally forgot about it. Sorry, Tanya. Um, public apology. Totally. Totally public apology. <laughs> I'm 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 a moron. Don't mind me. Um, look over here. The paint's drying. Anyway, um, but when I watched it. It's hard. It's always been hard for me to receive love because love for me was just acceptance. But when I heard the things that came out of her mouth in that documentary, I was blown away. And, you know, she asked me to do some pretty intense stuff and be a part of someone's therapy that was struggling really hard and all I did was give her a call occasionally and let her know that she wasn't doing this by herself and that she hasn't, she's not the only one that's ever experienced those things. You're not alone. I, I mean, I, I know a guy who wrote a song, I'm just saying, (laughs) but you know, at the end of the day, like that's all I did. And I was just being kind 
And for her to say the words that she said in that documentary was, I it melted. It melted me. I'll say that. Change your life. I mean, God changes my life. I, that was just a moment sure. where I was completely, com- completely open and and available to receive that love, and it was mm-hmm. obvious that that's what that was. It was mind mind boggling. I mean, I, I have to thank my my therapist, uh, Doctor Jamie Howard, but and and her her counterparts, you know, Christina Whitmore and. Michelle and like all those girls do a lot of great good therapy for a lot of veterans and it's all telehealth and but anyway um two years ago I wouldn't have been able to receive that and I was so able to receive that this time and it blew my mind that was awesome so there's that it's amazing there's that and and I don't want to take away from your message because Literally 90% of the people that call the People's Patriot Project for for help or direction just want to know that someone else is on the other side of the line yep. and just want to have a conversation. That's all they need. Um, and we offer more, but uh, that's the part I don't understand is when they call and say, well, you know, I reached out to another organization. They sent me a postcard. I reached out to another organization. They didn't even return my my call or my email. And that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart when it is literally this simple and easy. Right. It's, well, it just takes the investment of time. Right. It, well, you know, people don't understand the value of time nowadays, I think, I feel. Um, you know, on either side, what somebody's time's worth and what, 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 deserve time costs right so but so i want to share a little something about that there's a moment in time where my musical career probably was at a very high pinnacle this big huge swing into the we're about to break big and do epic things and i should have been excited and ecstatic and happy and all these things but i was so wrapped up in my own garbage i couldn't enjoy that i'm standing in front of sixty thousand people at the espn center doing the freaking closing ceremonies for the invictus games meeting all these awesome people all these veterans from 17 different countries you know participating in these games and i got to shake hands with some awesome people who've done some awesome things and I'm still tormented in my own head. Well, I got back. There was a lot of things happened. And, you know, you're right. That moment that just being and just answering the phone. So I think there was a moment where I, I was in a toxic relationship in a toxic band. Um, you know, it was toxic myself. Um, and what should have been a huge high for me was a massive low. And I was sitting in our studio after a three-day bender, still somewhat drunk, with two pistols in my hand. Um, I had my forty-five in my left hand, and I was tapping a 9 millimeter shield 
against my forehead. I put a quarter, I put a nick, uh, like a like a silver dollar size bruise on my forehead. And I talked to myself, and I was like, I called a bunch of people, and there were people there, and I just, it, I felt like they were just polishing my brass or whatever, and. I made that one phone call. I was like, listen, I, I'm out here selling freaking prevention every day, all day with my music and all this stuff. I need to do what I tell everybody else to do. I called the suicide hotline. And I couldn't tell you what that little girl's name was. But I will never forget her voice. And I will never forget how sincere, sweet and honest she was. And that, my friends, I'm telling you, if you're struggling, that's where you call. I'm telling you. Because I wouldn't be here today going for that little girl. She couldn't have been more than 25. Need to have the appropriate wait time here to settle through these and realize how big this really is. Yeah. Um, the they're comments not coming the, across. I'm not trying episode. to bring the energy down or nothing, but like, no, that's real. That's real. No, yeah, and people need to hear it. And I don't think the energy is. I think it adds energy, brother. I think when mm -hmm. you see a value in in making a difference and realizing how big this this middle piece we keep talking about is, and how we can really, we are going to, and we are saving lives, and we will continue to save lives. And right. uh, um. If, if you're ever concerned, worried, and you need some anonymity and don't want to put your stuff out there, uh, please, by all means, call the the uh, suicide hotline if you need that. Um, but reach out to any of the WP3 channels, and we, we have an insistent need to make sure we respond in less than 20 minutes. I have it down to less than five, but uh, we, we will make sure that we are having the conversation with you and seeing what, what your next need is. We want to make sure we're lightening the load uh, so you can focus on something else. And uh, we will continue to help you with that. So, And I thank cannot, you, can I <coughs> go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, thank you, Tina. Uh, I'm glad I'm still here too. And if you want to listen, just hang tight. Cause I promise you they're going to play some more. We got some more for sure. I wanted to thank Absolutely. you, Shannon, because that is the focus of our group. I know sometimes we come on here and it looks, we have amazing guests. We have amazing music. And I don't want anyone to forget that our number one concern is being here for anyone who's listening who needs that someone. Absolutely. And so anyone who's listened and only caught the fun, it's not always fun. It's it's um deep. It is the support, it's it the is. peace, the connections, the all of that together. And then then we just hope anyone that we help along the way gets to come and join us on the fun parts as well. Well, get the chance to get our paws on you and give you the hug and go listen to Shannon Book, play some music. And uh, someone say oh, great hug. Those are great hugs. I'm just going to say that. I, know. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a combination of your mass and my mass creating global, global, mass. global awareness. For sure. it, was, <laughs> it was amazing seeing you on stage because we've seen you here. I listen all the time. But being down in Texas and watching and listening, uh, well, you did the Star Spangled Banner on the guitar. That <laughs> right after a few technical difficulties, I finally got it That's done. All right. It was just a chord. I mean, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, it was just a chord. <laughs> just, just the chord. chord. 
Yep. See, my wireless okay. wasn't working, so I had to rip my wireless off the board and I had to plug out like, and I just grabbed a cable and I was like, give me a cable and I plugged it in and played it. And it was all good. It was all good. It was very it was good. Awesome. We did so you the guys same enjoyed thing. The show, though. For sure. Oh Absolutely. Well, so we came because we were coming anyway to Opie that best first time we wanted to be there. And then Dom Coors was opening. He's kind of early, so we got there nice and early. And then you were there. And then Adam Barry and right. was he on our show be- just before that? Yeah. Or right after, or just before that? Um, no, it, it was. And I love the heat, so I sat there in my chair and just soaked up all the heat that I could bring back home. Nice. That's what I did. Yeah. So sorry well, if I took a little and- too much. Now you're paying. No, no, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to blame you for all of this right here. I took it home. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no that I'm was great. Seriously. Paul, thanks for your comments, brother. Thank you for what you're doing out there. Um, well, Deanna Willer played as well. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah. she she was we had her on our show recently, and everyone's on our WeP3 radio. So uh if you enjoy Shannon, check out WeP3 Radio. He's in our spins and you'll get to hear him several times throughout the day. Um, but we're not done yet, and this is awesome. We always run out of time. Can we I just are say, running oh, out of time. Let's not run out of time. Let's, let's, let's go keep over. it going. Let's go. Let's over. Keep, wait, yeah. that's more. There's more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's go with um, Dear Mom. Okay. Is there anything you want to say about Dear Mom? Dear Mom, I was asked in like 2013. I had retired, been retired for a couple of years, and I was asked by Rachel Jackson to write a song for Gold Star Mothers. And I was like, what the f bomb do you say to a gold star mother? You know, and it hit me one day driving down the road, and uh, I had just cleaned out my Jeep, and there was absolutely nothing in it but a sharpie. And I wrote the first verse. It hit me at a stoplight, and I wrote the first verse on my right thigh, and it is now. now it's there oh yeah yeah oh sweet so that was about the letter in my pocket to my mom in the event that i didn't come home and i don't necessarily like to say that it's just for gold star moms it's for it's for any mother who ever lost a child because that has to be a hard place you know um so that's that's what this song is. This song is is more about closure than it is about sadness, sorrow, uh, pain. But it's all it's about. Hey, guess what? I'm just gonna let you know right now. Um, we're gonna be together in heaven again, and it's all cool. Just enjoy your life. I did what I was supposed to do. Awesome. This is Shannon Book, dear mom. Dear mom, I had a few minutes to 
Write down what's itching inside my mind. It's been too long since we have talked about nothing at all. Wish I could call. I know you're lost. Please don't you worry. There's no need to hurry. Just stay strong. It won't be long. Lots of great, amazing comments. Uh, sorry for your loss, um, Quinn. Um, Very sorry to hear about it, Quinn. Support our brother here, man. Get out to his Spotify. Get out to his uh, his Apple accounts. Uh, we I put his webpage up. Uh, get out and support our brother. 
Um, if you want to hear, and I, I don't want to take away from Shannon because Shannon does his an amazing job, but if you want to hear other music like Shannon's, uh, uh, tune into WP3 Radio, and uh, and he gets paid for spins there too. And um, again, this is this is what makes this for us different. Everyone, it's hard for me. Like uh, Shannon, you said you had a hard time receiving. I, I don't do a good job receiving either, but. Uh, we we'll, do work things we'll work on that. We'll work on that. We do things differently. We believe in building the relationship. Um, there's a few new people on here that I don't know. We will get to know you. Uh, we'll build it and make it better. And uh, let's go. Let's go, man. Um, yeah, add my stuff to all your playlists. I promise you. 100%. It would be great. I would be it's extremely grateful. And at some point, I'm probably going to do some merchandise giveaways. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. yeah, the guy doesn't. Um, only because they've been blowing up our stuff. We're we're gonna throw one out there because and That's we're gonna saying. normally we we wait until post show to talk about something, but they're not on the show right now. So, um, Quinn. And your crew, we would like you to actually run a TikTok weekly to support a veteran like you already do, already do, but we will showcase it on the show every week. So um, let's get that taken care of. And um, if you're interested, and that's that's my, but here's uh, our Storm Riders. This is, this is what they do. Yeah, that's all the light in the sunrise sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running I hate that it ended. I was getting into that, man. Yeah. I, know. I almost I know, grabbed my last ball and started playing. Oh, That's, my gosh. Uh, uh, Storm Riders doing a great job out there. We'd love to help support and do and fix and, and get the message out there. We want to be the tip of the spear, and we call it shock and awe, and we are going to – you're going to see us, man. This is – we're done not being seen. We're done not getting it done. Like Shannon said earlier, the awareness part is it's out there. We all know this. The number 22 is spilled everywhere, even though the number is 17 to 75 everywhere. Um, yeah, it's not that simple, and it's here. And so um, we appreciate it. And what what an amazing evening this has turned into, and just the, just the robust conversation. And we never really know. We have a script we go by. We don't script it with our guests, but we say, oh, point A, point B, point C, point D. And you know, uh, we sit here. It doesn't work anyway, just so you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we try to keep people in their place where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there, and, and give them a direction. And this didn't need that tonight. And we, we just we love it. Um, like a sledgehammer at a glass factory. It's working. It is. I this is I'm gonna bring up kind of a comical. I think it was comical. It was comical for me. It maybe it wasn't so comical for you. The, you were on another podcast one time and I 
I was watching the podcast and I just threw paper. Well, I already know this. You, you zapped my ass there on the spot. Like, you don't bring, you talk to me about this. I heard yeah. Shannon Book's voice and I'm like, Mr. Book, I type out this long response. Paint your pride as a salutations or a greeting. It has nothing to do with the organizations we run called well, you, the People's and, Patriot. And, and, and in my defense, there were some people that have a tendency to jump sure. on and and literally, you know, market their own stuff and somebody else's. Market. I agree. And yep. I didn't. I, I just got. I had just given some of that to somebody else. And I was okay. like, Mark, seriously? Like, what the, what the f bomb, man? Serial. Like, 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 I wouldn't think I would have to tell you that. Come on. But I, I never apologize still. because I no. get it. And it is, it is a salutations, and I, I do appreciate you guys a lot. Well, oh it's, no, thanks. That was it. Goes back Mark to was like, <laughs> it's different. We're different, right? We're the, we're not your your regular promoter. Right. We we literally engage, have conversations. Um, no, you guys are literally. I mean, I literally see you guys. Your your footprint is all over the place, and I'm a huge fan. Yeah, of it. I appreciate that. Oh, thank, thank you. you. That feels. Sometimes we don't know. I mean, we're we're trying. Honestly, we're bringing Thanks. some local people on, and it's funny because they're like, "Wow, I don't know if many people have heard of you in Minnesota." I'm like, "I don't care," because from Washington <laughs> to Texas to. Virginia, we're fine. We're fine. We're yeah. Good. We're you guys are making it all the way down to Texas like nobody gives a crap. Right? Yeah. We're big. Yeah. We're well, big on Texas. That's what I want to say. Big on Texas. Thank nice. you for being part of it because it is, you are a part of it. And it's like having a body. And if you don't have all the pieces, it doesn't work right. And uh, we, uh, we're we hoping some for some bigger, better things. And uh, it's like, you know, I, I don't necessarily like it's, it's like the church of Christ. It's like the body of Christ, right? It's not a church. It's the people in the church. that is the body of Christ. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's not about the building that you're standing in. You can have church in the middle of a freaking wheat field with a freaking bunch of people sitting on the ground. Right. Where two or more are gathered in my presence, I shall be in there. In my name, I shall be in that presence. You know, that's and that's hurt. really, and that's really like where this all comes from. This is building that relationship, breaking bread, having maybe an adult cocktail here and there. Uh, but those are the parts that I remember when I was in service. Sure, those are the parts I remember when, you know, when. The stuff was icky. You know what? I know when the next meal is, and I know right. that I'll be doing it and eating it with my brothers and sisters. Right. Um, Even if it's next to a homie tired out of a bag. <laughs> you know, I made some pretty good stuff out of those bags, and I don't know if they were supposed to be that good, but... Uh, you can only make so much out of a country captain chicken. Well... During OIF1, I literally had country captain chicken because I always give everybody their food first. The one bag that was always left. Country captain chicken. Oh, boy. I don't ever, I I will never order that in a restaurant again. As long as you crumple up your crackers and put your hot sauce in there and put your, your cheese spread in there, it all comes out delicious. And dessert is ranger pudding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the People's Patriot Project is an opportunity to serve. There's many people out there that haven't had the chance to serve because uh, for many reasons, or they want to continue to serve after they serve. We have so many opportunities. We have so many ways that we can reach out to veterans and first responders across the country to accommodate and lighten their load. That's our job, lighten their load so they can focus on the next piece and or maybe we take that piece on as well. Um, it's not hard. It's building relationships. I do have to knock on wood. We have not lost one individual in our network since we started. It breaks my heart to know, to think that that is going to happen one day. Um, but I'm, I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to celebrate that piece because we're there and uh, we get to say that. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm going to say something to that real quick, if you don't mind. I know yeah, I'm sorry to cut you too. off, but it's okay. People have a hard time with you know, people celebrating their, their victories, right? There's, they're celebrating your victory and then there's placating to a crowd. That right there is celebrating a victory and you should not feel bad about it at all. And anybody who has a problem with that, then it's none of your business what they think of you in the first place. Well, and it's not the bad part. I'm I'm worried about the the end and where someone is going to not hear our message in our network and doesn't pick up the phone or doesn't message us on Messenger. There, I if you know somebody that's out there right now, and this is our buddy check moment, reach out to the strongest of the strong and to the ones. And I'm not a big proponent of uh, calling people weak, but if they're your your turd in your squad Trouble. and they need. Yeah, yeah. Reach out. Struggle buster. Simple. We'll call it your struggle buster. Bring them to the show. Let them hear what we do. Let them know that there's organizations that are out there to help them. This is my promise. We don't do referrals. If you reach out to me and say, hey, I have a need in this area or a buddy with a need in this area, we call the person and we call them with the resource that is available in that area and we build That's that awesome. relationship on the spot. Uh, so anyone that's hearing these, again, there's no. And even though we're called the People's Patriot Project, this is for everybody. We the people, the People's Patriot Project. We have, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've sat in a room and I've been given a, a speech on this and I say, if you know of someone that has served or if you have served, stand. If you... By the time we get done with it, everyone in the room is standing. It doesn't matter. There's right. someone in your life that is serving. There's someone in your life. And I also want to let you know, we do recognize those family members because they are serving. Sure. They are serving. They didn't sign, they're the ones that didn't sign up for the junk right. and are having to deal with it. Those little kids that heard my pager going off when I was a firefighter and would cry until I came home because I didn't know. And I get that. And that was, a, that was a trauma that me and my family had to work through. But right. that stuff exists. Family members, children's, wives, husbands, moms, dads, uncles, aunts, thank you for your support for those veterans and first responders. And thank you for taking care of them. And if you got a struggling one, reach out to us. We will we'll build a bridge and we'll, we'll make that. So awesome, man. Um, we got one more. Yeah. And this is kind of your your banner song right now. This is the the one that's that's kind of driving the force, and it's a very exciting song for me. Um, 
we'll close with it. And okay. um, tell us about it. I mean, because it's got two titles in a sense. Right. And tell us about it. So, I Need to Breathe was a song that was, I don't know. I When I came back from Fallujah in 2004, everything had slowed down. And I didn't know how to deal with it. I And I couldn't, I literally couldn't catch my breath. It was like anxiety attack after anxiety attack after anxiety attack. And I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. I was diagnosed with general adaptive syndrome. That's, you know, a cusp diagnosis. But, you know, the, the bottom line is I had no idea what was going on. And a friend of mine... Tiffany Conley, her husband at the time was just leaving to replace me or had we, we had crossed each other in, you know, transit. Um, we were in country at the same time, but I left right after he got there. Um, and she called me and she's like, Hey, let's have coffee. And so I came to have coffee with her and I'm sitting at this coffee house in Chula Vista, California, and we're just hanging out. And I'm like, I'm watching everything. She's like, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. And I had my guitar with me in my Jeep. And she's like, well, let's write a song. So we started writing this song. And that 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 the 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 melody for the song came out on the guitar. And it was just like this driving, I don't know what the heck is going on kind of tone came out. And she came up a couple lines and the next thing you know, five minutes later, I need to breathe was written. Well, I'd released it with the band vetted and I just, I just wanted to re-release it under my name because that song has, it has been a great deal of my life since 2004. I'd spent the last several years having a hard time taking a breath. Um, you know, I'm sober now. I've been sober for about 16, almost 16 months. And I, I, I feel finally like I can take a breath, which is awesome. Um, but I lived in that trauma for a long time. Um, and I tried to cover it with, with alcohol and cocaine and marijuana and, music and whatever um but this song is kind of like my anthem and i just need to take a breath i need to slow, slow down and stop and take a breath and everything's gonna be okay you're a blessing brother thank you for everything you do this is shannon book i need to breathe
I need to breathe Just for one day And I need to breathe And I've got to Get away I can't Deal this Cause it makes me Miss my I need to breathe. 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 I need